Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Sumaya Muhammad. Sumaya is the first Ethiopian girl in this podcast living in Dubai, UAE. Sumaya is a BBA student, a makeup artist, and a translator of English, Arabic, and Amharic. She loves watching movies and playing tennis. Sumaya, how are you today? I'm doing great, Aziz. How are you? I feel blessed, I feel happy, and I feel very curious about you, Sumaya, as a person. So I'll begin with this nice first question. If your friends and the people who know you well could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Um, if they see my personality, they would say maybe kind and generous. That That's all what they would say, I think. I like that. Those are very positive traits, and I'm curious about your newer life in Dubai, because I imagine moving from Ethiopia to Dubai, how was making new friends there? Did you stay more in the bubble of the Ethiopian uh, uh, people or do you have friends from all over the world? Was it easy to make new friendships? Was it a bit harder? Can you share the adaptation period? Uh, when it comes to making friendship, I just, to be honest, I'm very, you know, I'm too sociable, you know, so it was not that hard for me. In addition to I have three languages, so it was really easy for me to communicate with people from other country. And I'm not much, you know, being with my people because, you know, my surrounding, the areas I was working in was not, you know, uh, much of my uh, country people populations. So basically I have friends from throughout the world, like Arabs, non-Arabs, all types of friends. And I'm really good at that. Thank you. And you are a makeup artist. What do you love about this profession? What made you interested from the beginning in makeup? Is it that you felt more confident or you could see yourself put makeup to become any kind of woman and person in this world? So you felt free to explore your imagination or is it when you help women with their makeup and you see them feeling beautiful, it was so enriching to you? Or what's your love and the reason you are so interested in being a makeup artist? Okay, on this one, I'll be very frank and honest with you, Aziz. Uh, I really uh, don't have any, like, before I came here, like, I didn't have any plan to be a makeup artist or I didn't have that thing as a passion, okay? But I came here, you know, so I supposed to do anything that will, you know, make my life better, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, we are in a foreign land and I'm a woman and I came here at the age of around 20. So I have to do anything that make my life better, that make my family life better. So in order to do that, I just, you know, I was working in a company and in that way also I learned makeup. So I start doing it. 
And uh, like when I was a kid or a child, you know, we always say like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be engineer, I want to be. But when you grow up and you didn't reach whatever you say you want, you know, to reach. But at the end of the day, what I see is like, still, I don't find myself where I will reach, you know, still I'm on the way, still I'm on the, you know, struggle. But at the end of the day, what I advise all ladies is just you have to enjoy whatever things you're doing. So now I'm doing makeup. I'm happy doing it because I'm helping other women also. And also I'm generating income for myself. You got me, right? Yes, 100%. And so then to ask you, because you needed to fend for yourself and for your family. So how hard is it to make a living in Dubai? Imagine there are other women who are interested to immigrate or become an expat in Dubai and they're wondering if I need to make some side money or uh, anything like that. Is it too competitive or is it because it's too competitive? There are so many opportunities or is it very, very hard? So you need to be lucky as well. Or how do you perceive it? Uh, as is, I mean, when it comes to, uh, I mean, coming to foreign land, first of all, in life, everything is hard, but it's about you choosing your heart. Okay. So staying in your home country is also hard. You have struggle. Traveling is also hard. It has struggle. So you have to choose your heart. So if you want to improve your life, you have to go for it. Okay. So in Dubai, I mean, uh, getting a job is something, I mean, it's hard, but you have to look for it and also making side business also hard it's not easy but you have to do your best and when about uh, the competition it's it's really competitive you know there is a lot of great makeup artists there is a lot of other translator the thing is you have to keep practicing you have to keep improving you have to keep learning you know you don't have to stop learning you don't have you have to be confident but don't be overconfident you know because there's always people who are doing more than you so keep learning keep updating yourself to the extreme point you reach that you will be you know when i'm the best and that time, you, you know, you don't have to, you know, look for the money. You don't have to, the money will start looking for you to start flowing to you. But you have to start to be good, like 100% good at whatever you do. That's what I think. And that's how I see it. I agree 100%. And I notice the energy of confidence within you. A lot of women and girls nowadays, maybe because of social media or uh, life or the pandemic or the judgment of parents, they feel they cannot follow their dreams. They don't feel confident because they think maybe they will fail and they will be ashamed. What's your advice for them to go through bravely with their dreams, even if it's sometimes risky? Okay, so as, is, as I say before, you know, in life, everything is risky. <laughs> but it's about choosing, you know, like to be confident. I mean, we, for I'll talk about my country, from what country where I came from. It's not a country that, you know, empower women much, okay? So I grew up in a household, and a lot of still European women, they grow in a household that, you know, when they, when they come from school, they will be staying at home, they will be washing dishes, making something, and maybe their brother, the family will tell him, go and play football, do something, you know, dishwashing and cooking, doing this is for women, this is for you. And, you know, always, you know, mostly the community still keep telling you that, you know, your basic need in life is to get a husband to marry you. 
you know so you have to be very you know in that shape or you know you don't have that much confidence because at the end of the day you think that your target in life is to be a wife for somebody you don't really you know get that type of motivation that tell you you know what you are somebody you will be somebody if there's no one to push you to tell you that you know you will be this person you will be this do this then be that person for you you know and at the end of the day believe that whatever god created you the way he created you you are unique you are rare no one is like you you are only one in the you know in the billions of you know populations you are the only one that can be you in any way you know so stay positive to whatever god give you and try to change those blessings to income if that's possible or if you cannot change it at least accept it and be happy whatever you have you know ignore negative things ignore don't you know always surround yourself with positive people i will say something strong here as is if your family even if your best friend, your brother, whoever is around you is not giving you the positive energy, is not giving you the good vibe you deserve, it's not giving you that, please try to stay away from them. Even I know this thing may be hard for some ladies to hear, but that's what I did. You know, some, sometimes even your family, unfortunately, it's, it's unfortunate that to have some type of person that's really negative, that's really, you know, jealousy and some really bad energy providing you, you know, within your family, then you have to, you know, be away from them whoever it is. So stay positive, keep yourself in a circle that makes you happy. People who really, you know, feel happy to see you growing. That's what I would advise. I agree 100% about having a circle of people who are great and help you grow. And for you as a sociable person, you said you it's easy for you to make friends. When you meet someone new, maybe what is your advice for other women to know, is this a person that will and should be part of my circle or not? Because some people have great are great at giving first impressions that make them maybe sound amazing, but they're not. Or maybe some women give them, if they see red flags, they give them too much benefit of the doubt to you. What criteria or what do you notice to know, yes, this is the right person to uh, keep in my circle or no, this person should not be, they will be toxic within my life? I don't know, but I think I see that for me, when I'm sociable, I will give benefit of doubt only for me <laughs> because I know what I'm saying and I know whatever I say, maybe someone understand me in a wrong way, but I mean it in a good way. So benefit of doubt. I don't know why people keep giving it for all stranger. Me, I give it for me only. And when I'm with a stranger, if that person show me who he is from the first point of who she is i'll believe her maybe i'll give her another chance but if she prove herself again do something wrong i'm not gonna give her a third chance because i don't really need negative energy i really need positive no positive i'll prefer to stay alone that's really great you know and instead of staying with you know this type of people stay alone read books do whatever make you happy i don't know go out to be do anything but you know red flags are really hard to know but uh just you know the way how someone talk to you, for example, someone give you appointment, okay, they're, they're telling you, you know, tomorrow I'm meeting you on this time. And if that time you're calling them, they're not answering your call, you are not their priority, okay? It's you call someone, you tell them you are in need of something, but they are not willing to, you know, help you when you need and only you are there for them when they need you then these people are just taking you for granted. So these type of people, then you have to try to get them off and have boundaries. That's the basic thing. Have boundaries with any relationship you have. Is there a family, is husband, friend, anything? You need to have boundaries. You need to let people know, you know what? This is my boundaries. And if you are willing to cross this, you are done. I'm over you. I think that's the basic thing. I understand fully and completely. 
And for you as well, working so hard in Dubai, how is usually your typical day? And what do you do in order to take care of your mental health so that you don't burn out or feel overwhelmed by the dynamic, fast-paced energy of the city and the people there? Uh, The really great part about Dubai, one thing I cannot ignore is that the country is so peaceful and the country is so safe, you know. So I can go wherever I want, for example. I really love to walk in the beachside, you know, that give me really peace, that provide me really positive energy. So I can go anytime and nothing will happen to me, you know. It's a really safe place. So that's what I do. I uh, try to work like from Monday to uh, Friday. So Saturday and Sunday will be my day. Like, you know, Saturday, I like to read books, talk to my family, you know, online. If there is anyone I will meet, Sunday is my day. I'm not sharing Sunday with anyone. I will, you know, go out to the beach. I will walk. I will come back and I will do my laundry. I will do everything. I will make my skincare and I will try to relax, you know. Even I will turn off my phone. I don't want, I don't want communication with any external thing. I will be with me. I will pray, you know. So I will try to relax myself because Monday will be another, uh, you know, long day for me. I like how much of a priority you put on yourself. So let's focus a bit more even on this point, although you mentioned it. What gives you the strength and the courage to set boundaries when many, many women might feel or were raised to be people pleasers who say yes and worry about offending people? What do you, What is your way of thinking? What? Uh, your, your advice to all the women what made allowed you to give this decision so that you can set boundaries without feeling weak or shy about it uh, that's really the hard thing to do to say no you know everyone really no one like the word no you know but the thing is as I told you I'm a social person that I've been with a lot of people even in Dubai I meet a lot of nationalities like different nationalities okay and I meet a lot of people and I'm too open I'm kind I'm generous especially I have this generosity that I give anything, you know, whoever asks me, someone tell me, I like this, I give them, you know. So through time, I realized that people are really taking me for granted, you know. My kindness have been taken for granted. So I have to, you know, minimize that. I have to know for whom, who deserves what and who doesn't. So when I realized that and I start keeping boundary and whoever respect me and love me will stay with me with my boundaries, and whoever willing to, you know, not respect my boundaries and whoever trying to, you know, neglect me on that, you know, I can say bye. And what I realize is after these people, after I cut off these people who, will not, who are not, you know, willing to respect my boundary anymore, imagine I really feel really safe, more confident, more happy than I was before. So I realized sometimes I'm happy, we are not happy and we're not confident because people around us are giving that energy, the bad thing, you know, or people are jealous of us. You have no idea as is people are jealous with things that are not even valued, you know, that are really something really cheap, but they still be jealous on you and you don't know why. So just these people, you have to keep them away, keep them away. Then you will find yourself getting more confident, more growing mentally and feel more safe and happier. 100%. And now that you're living in Dubai, are you living in the moment taking care of like week to week and day to day? Or do you have some big goals for the future that you're building slowly? Like, can you share about your vision if you uh, already clarified it for the next years? Or how are you approaching the future? Oh, future. So to be very frank with you, I did have plans, things that I have on mind. 
but currently I'm just you know uh, it's like I feel like I'm starting like I didn't achieve to for me this is just the beginning I didn't do anything but I still have plans inshallah I will achieve here in Dubai and also back home and I plan first of all to you know in my country there's no anything like TED talk you know people go out to talk about you know their experiences and all that and I really want to create one big TED TED Talk, something like that platform in my country that will let also women speak out. And I think that will change that, you know, their sound will be uh, delivered to wherever it needs to. And I hope this generation will start, you know, realizing the value of women in a society. I love that 100 billion percent. And so can you share a little bit about Ethiopia? You, What is the culture of the country? Are you similar in your culture to other women? And how, like, what are some things you'd like to encourage Ethiopia? women to progress in when it comes to their life situation mindset or anything uh when it comes to ethiopian women i think uh we are one of i mean the strongest women in the world because you see that you know ethiopian ones are really uh they struggle you know whatever they are they struggle in, in order to you know uh provide their kids the better life you know even if you know you see a lot of women in the country even you see a lot of you know in you know gulf countries also there's a lot of people like women from Ethiopia, they travel to work as a housemaid, you know, so they are ready to go down no matter what to support their family, you know, even, you know, now for me, I'm educated and my things are better, but, you know, most of the majority, if you see in the Gulf countries, you see a lot of housemaids or, you know, household working, which is a really hard job to do. So they sacrifice their, you know, life, their age, their everything in order to support their family. So... I think, I mean, that is really brave for, you know, a person to sacrifice their life in order to give their family a great life. So I really appreciate all Ethiopian women for this. And I hope, you know, the great time will come. And I hope I will see, you know, more entrepreneurs and more CEOs from, you know, my country ladies. I agree. And I wish them all the same. And to finish this, what is your advice, let's say, to some women who might be desiring to become entrepreneurs or CEOs, like you spoke about Ethiopia, but women anywhere who might be limited by anybody or any society. What do you recommend to them? Do you recommend move and go to another country where you can be appreciated? Or do you recommend to fight even if it's hard? How to not feel so rejected and hard if they're in a situation where they don't have as many rights or privileges? Like, what's your advice and perspective on that? Okay, when it comes to entrepreneur, to be very frank, at least I'm not entrepreneur, I'm not CEO, but what I believe, I'll share from my belief, because I believe that one day I will be entrepreneur, I will be CEO, I will be everything I wanted to. First of all, you have to believe. Second of all, I read a quote, it says, if you uh, can't uh, run, walk, if you can't walk, you know, even slight, but just don't stand, don't, don't, don't just stop moving, you know. So maybe your dream, you will achieve it maybe outside of your country, maybe within your country, maybe within your society, within wherever you are. Just make sure you progress. Don't stop, don't stack wherever you are. Even if you are scared, I also read another quote, it say, when it's really, you know, scared for you to jump, that's the time you jump or else you will stay wherever you are. So if you want to reach wherever you want to reach, you have to make progress, you have to read, you have to learn, and nothing will stop you. Everything is possible. And one thing about women that we don't have to keep like thinking, I'm 30s, I'm 35, I'm 40, so I cannot do anything. No, don't count with other people's time. 
You have your own time. God give your own time. Someone will die in their 40s. Someone will die in their 60s. Okay. So maybe you maybe will die in your hundreds. So maybe you achieve whatever you want to achieve at your 70s. That's all right. It doesn't mean that, you know, you are someone achieving their 20s and 30s. So you have to achieve it. If you don't achieve it, you are a fail, failure. No, that doesn't mean everyone have their own time. Be patient and be ready for whatever you prayed for because our Lord, he will listen. Thank you, Somaya. It was my privilege and my honor to share your voice and your perspective. Thank you so much for participating in this project. And I wish you all the success and I wish you to become everything you desire to be. Thank you so much, Adis. It was really a pleasure uh, having you here also. 